You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey guys, what's happening? Another episode of Tales from the Bar Side coming at you live via Zoom. Woo! I'm your host, Remy. This is my lovely co-host, Lauren. Hi. What's up, y'all? <laughs> and, you know, we've taken a couple of weeks off recently, and we've been, like, trying to get guests on our show and trying to have fun with it and stuff. And to be honest with you guys, we're just, we're super sick of not bartending anymore. It really sucks not bartending. And then yeah, coming on here and not having stories to tell, like, nothing, nothing fresh and stuff. And it seems like... For months, that's all we were talking about was COVID shit. So we're not going to do that tonight. We don't want to bore you with like, oh, it sucks because everything's closed down. Like, this is our night out at the bar, right? It's Monday night. Normally, we would be off work. We'd be out drinking. We'd be going to the bar, going to do our show, then going to the bar afterwards. Like, we used to tear it up on Monday nights when we first started. Bar, show, bar, after party. Yeah, absolutely. And That's Tuesdays, literally what our Mondays used to consist of. It was like, meet up at the bar two hours before the podcast, power drink, go to the go to the podcast studio like a half an hour early, power drink, drink, <laughs> go inside and actually do our show while drinking. Yeah. A couple of shots too. And then afterwards, we'd go back to the bar and power drink before they close. And then we would end up at one of our friend's houses, power drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Monday nights were a shit show for a little while there. And then, you know, it's, it, it happens. Like, what, what are we going to do? It felt like a right? year, like, but apparently it was like three months. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that just goes to show you that like, we had great times and we're still having good times. Like we're doing the right thing. You know, we're not meeting up in person uh, as yeah. much as we would love to. We're not going out to the bars as much as we'd love to. I mean, I don't think there's anything open right now, but maybe like a cold ass igloo kind of place where they've got like, you know, some funky heaters and stuff like that going on. Right. Um, but rest assured, like but we are even here with for those energy. heaters and stuff like the igloos. It's like, it's you cold. can only be with the people that you came with. So, right. and I can drink for way cheaper at my house. Yes. So that's a good thing about it. You know, you got to look at the positives, I guess sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> But listen, rest assured, like, it's the same everywhere. Yeah. Everybody's dealing with this. There, I mean, I know there's some states that are that are open and whatever, and people are going out. But um, so this weekend, I did something crazy. I traveled. I, like, I got the fuck out of Dodge. Oh, shit. Okay. I did. Yeah. And I was like, you know, people might try and COVID shame me, but I was... I was really safe. I've been safe this whole time for as 10 months As long as you're maintaining social distance and you're wearing your mask out in public, I don't care what you do. Just be safe about it. That's the way I see it. I look at it's it as It's unrealistic like, to think that you're going to go, you're not going to go to a grocery store. You're not going to go grab something right. to eat. Even if it is carry out, you're not going to go yeah. inside to grab it. You're not going to have someone drop it off to your house. It's unrealistic to think that right. you're never going to have any kind of interaction with anyone ever. Exactly. So if you're not going out to like a crowded place or a crowded bar where everybody's got their masks off and they're all talking and laughing and hugging and hooking up and doing basically bar shit that bar we've, shit, all, yeah. we've all done and seen, I looked at it as pretty safe. And plus, um, when else am I going to be able to fly round trip to New York City for 75 bucks, dude? Right. I'm like, <laughs> yes, let's do it. I, back in the day, I was like looking at trips to Hawaii that were like a hundred dollars round trip. Yeah. $200 round trip. And I was like, man, I can book it and then just get the insurance that you can change the thing. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? And then just yeah. be like, okay, book it. Don't go. Cause obviously I'm not going to go during this time, Right. but you know, maybe rebook it out for the same time next year. And I would have a round trip to, for 200 bucks. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's all kinds of sweet deals out there. And so I spent Christmas in New York City and it was amazing. Like, it was fun. It was great. It was not crowded because obviously, obviously. like, it's been shut down. What was now, it like over there? Um, there's not a lot of bars open. There's a lot of shit that's closed. And that was sad. Are um, they open for indoor or is it only no, outdoors? There's, there's a lot of places like here where they've got the like little thing set up on the street and, you know, like it's, it's covered but open on one side and then heaters and stuff. So it was cold. Like I sat and had lunch on Sunday uh, at a place like that. And they turned on the heater next to me. So like, I wasn't like freezing, 
but it wasn't like a nice dining yeah, experience. Yeah, you weren't sitting there taking off your jacket and like stripping because you thought it was exactly. so warm. But, you know, it was like I had lunch and a beer and I was in New York City, so I was pretty happy. I absolutely love that town and I've been there seven or eight times now and it was uh, it was fantastic. It, you know, again, it, the streets are a lot less crowded. Every single person that I saw, every single person that I saw out on the street outside had a mask on. Everybody. That's like awesome. they do not fuck around. There. Well, I People think that isn't, there. don't they have it set up that if you're, even if you're walking around, unless you're like completely not near anybody at all, you have to be wearing your mask. Absolutely. Yep. But like everybody had them and something like, you know, you see somebody smoking a cigarette or whatever. Somebody had it pulled down a little bit, but again, you're outside, you know? And it's like, mm. I've been to New York when it's the hustle and bustle and like there's 5,000 people trying to cross the street at the same time. It was not like that at all. You know, uh, I did. I walked through Times Square a little bit and that was a little bit busier. You know, there was definitely some stuff going on. It was nice, sunny weather. So like there were some people outside and and enjoying what, you know, they could of it. Um, But yeah, it was a surreal experience. Definitely. You know, like I said, I've been there before and seen it when it's packed. I've been there on New Year's for God's sakes. Like not. Times Square. I've never done Times Square in New Year's because that just seems like a shit show that I don't yeah, want to be part yeah. of. Like, I heard it smells like puke and piss and it's gross because there's, <laughs> you know, there's like a million people packed into Times Square and like no bathrooms around. So, um, yeah. So that was another thing. I was walking around New York and like had already checked out of the hotel, but my flight wasn't until like 5 30. So I had a day to kill with like nowhere to go and a whole bunch of things closed down and nowhere to like go inside really and get warm, you know, too much. Um, but the nice people at the Taco Bell on, I believe 36th street, let me in to use the restroom and no questions asked. You know, I was like, uh, can I use your restroom? Like, no problem. Let me nice. In. Cause yeah, I, I had like, to pee really bad the other day. And I was, I was actually, I had to go pick up some like Christmas gifts over at I ordered stuff from uh, Carhartt in downtown Detroit. And then I also went to Pandora to pick up this uh, Pandora charm that my boyfriend's mom wanted. Uh-huh. And uh, I had to pee so bad. And they were like, nope, we don't have bathrooms for the public. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I got to get the fuck out of here because I'm going to piss my pants. Yeah. Uh, it's a horrible feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad. I really had to go. Anyway, is, continue. And- it's a, well, that's, I'm walking around New York going, shit, man. Like, I'm, I don't want to go piss in an alley. That's gross. It's right. disrespectful. You know what I mean? It's like the middle of the day. I'm like, I'm just going to look for a fast food joint and see what's up. And yeah, sure enough, first place I found Taco Bell. That I was like, hey, can I just use your restroom? Like, absolutely. No problem. Came over, did the little unlock code for me. I was like, ah, see, that's nice. See, that's New York nice. nice. They are. They're good. And then over at uh, Central Park, in the Central Park Zoo, they had a couple of public restrooms that were open too. So I spent a good amount of time just hanging out in Central Park on a nice sunny Sunday afternoon to finish my trip off. Good, good times. Um, it's a great city and I felt good going there and at least spreading a little bit of money around because, you know, they're way harder hit than we are. I mean, imagine all those people and all those restaurants and all those bars getting shut down and stuff. And so many people out of work. And then when they do open up, it's just outside seating and half seating and half capacity and shit like that. So and it's like, cold. Let me go spread some love, you know, let me go throw right. these people a little bit of something, something and have some fun. And, uh, it was, it was a good experience. People were, were really friendly. It was really nice. Took some good pictures, got a little art done. So that felt good. Like, uh, um, for those of you who don't know, uh, that's like a little part-time gig of mine. I do some photography. I've got a degree in photography. I've always loved it. Um, but I feel like I don't get a chance to do it often enough. And so whenever I go on vacation or go someplace new or even a place that I've been before, I love taking pictures. I didn't know you had a degree in photography. I do. I'm bona fide. <laughs> for real. For real. Yeah. I mean, it's an associate's degree, but it's still, it's a photography degree. It's a degree. It's it more is. than I've got. I completed something. I got a cap and gown and everything. <laughs> it's not a certificate. Don't, got my t- got my technique down and everything. Don't be tickling to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah, it. that was cool. I, I taken taken some good pictures, and that always just makes me feel better. You know, it's like I got to create stuff. If I'm not making martinis and creating drinks, like I want to be creating some sort of art. I want to be out there like making stuff. You know, yeah, doing things. Yeah, I miss bartending. I miss doing stuff. I miss seeing new people. I miss being yelled at by customers. I miss my boss sneaking me shots. I miss getting in trouble. I miss all of it. I, I miss sneaking out to dance on the dance floor with somebody. Right. Everything about it. It's not the same, man. I and miss it's... hearing the same song three times in one night. Like, really, DJ? Really? Right. You played it though. too early, so now you have to play it again because everyone's requesting it. And like, right, you right. know. I just miss all of it. I want to make it back to that one day. I do too. I miss the hustle and bustle, man. The like, you know, when you're when you're just slammed, but you're really in the groove and you're taking care of like a million people at once and everybody's like, they're not overly happy because they've still got to wait, but they can tell that you're rocking it and they appreciate it. That always feels great to me. You know, where right. people are just like, this guy is getting, but this girl, they, they know what the fuck they're doing. Look at them. Uh-huh. Like, stand back. Let them do their thing. Holy shit. You got it. You know, you're like, I'm going to get you all drunk. I promise. Like, that's what yeah. I'm here for. <laughs> I here haven't forgot go. about you. Well, I got you. I got you. Point to people, you know, give them the fucking, give them the nod. And they give you that look like, finally, it's my turn. It's such a, it's a feeling of power. But like, when you wield it correctly, it feels so good. Right. I agree. Like, I did have a girl like once get in my face about like, you know, she walked up and like I saw her and she was kind of waiting patiently and everything. And somebody else walked up next to her and I was like doing like a sweep of the bar kind of thing. And I knew that I was going to be able to get to her in the same time because this one guy was like, I just want one drink. And so I was like, well, what's the one drink you want? You know? Yeah. And I was like pointing at her to be like, you're next. And as soon as I took that guy's drink, he was like, what the fuck, bitch? fuck you. I've been sitting here forever. And I'm just like, okay, I was literally coming to you. And she was like standing there cussing me out. And I'm like, if you, the thing is, is that I would have made her drinks first. Sure. You know what I mean? I would have like gotten her out of there and everything would have been fine, but she didn't wait to find out what I was doing with that. You know, I could have been like, okay, cool story, bro. And then taken her order. You know what I mean? But she didn't even bother to like wait to find out whether or not I was doing that. So that's fun. Impatience. Oh, so here's a fun story. Um, I don't know when the last time you flew was, but you've obviously been in an airplane before, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you fly and this goes out to everybody out there, I, I really want everyone to pay attention to this. When the plane lands and it pulls in and they like dock up with the fucking hangar, right? If you're at the back of the plane, there's no need to stand up and get your shit. It's not your turn yet. They're yeah. going to like empty the out. Right. Or the middle of the plane. If there's people in front of you, don't worry about standing up out of your seat. Like, if you want to stand up and stretch your legs or stretch out, like, I get that. We're all kind of antsy. But to, like, grab your shit out of the overhead compartment and then move up the aisle and stand there waiting for everybody else in front of you. Now your ass is, like, in my face. Right. Right. So I fly back into Detroit to New York. It was fine. A few people stood up. It was no big deal. But flying back from Detroit, everybody gets up as soon as we dock and starts grabbing their shit down. And I'm like, where are you going, bro? I'm like, we're going to be at least five to 10 minutes waiting in line for the people in front of you to fucking get off the plane. Now you're standing right next to me. It's the middle of a pandemic. Like, why don't you sit your ass down and just chill for a minute? And of course, he didn't gave me a look and shit like that. No, the guy behind me with his two little kids that kept kicking my seat didn't seem to care either. Whatever, right. man. Nobody I had a great trip. Safely. I had a great trip, but the end of it was just like, oh my God, like I want to get off this plane so bad. <laughs> How long is the flight? It's only like an hour and a half. <clears throat> That's not bad at all. Yeah, no, it's really not. It's you, you get up, you get to cruising altitude for a little while, and then you come back down. Um, but seriously, like, be a little bit more patient. You know, if you're, if you're stuck in traffic, you know, there's no sense in tearing your hair out and laying on your horn. It's not helping anything. If you're in a plane and it's about to, to, you know, let the people who are up in front get up and get off the plane. And then the people behind them will go and you stand in a line before, like, have you ever done this? (laughs) Right. You've never done that at all. You ever Uh, stood in line before? 
I guess not. Some Jeez, people, man. Or no, yeah, like some when people are stupid. When you're standing in a big long line and you're like right on top of the person in front of you, like, dude, back up. I promise nobody's going to cut in between you and me. I won't let them. Okay. But don't breathe on my neck. I don't want to feel. Yeah. <laughs> Especially now when it's like, keep your fucking distance. Yes. Like that's what we've been saying for the past 10 fucking months. Keep your distance. I, I will kick you and then I'll jump off on the top rope and I'll fucking macho man give you a flying elbow. <laughs> I share a birthday with Mr. Macho Man. It's the best, dude. That's so cool. What a I birthday buddy to have. <laughs> We need to get you some Best macho man glasses. We real. really do. Like maybe next birthday. That's and a bunch of creamers. Yeah. The cape. I can just produce them randomly. It's a big macho, but a macho woman cape. Yeah. <laughs> I need sequence. lots of fringe, a cape, glasses, and creamers. That's that's where we're at in life right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things. So how was your holiday? Like I spent Christmas uh, in New York. How was yours? It was good. My family did like a virtual Christmas. That's cool. So it was, you know, we did a Zoom meeting. Um, all of us went around and dropped off our Christmas gifts like to each other the days leading up. Uh-huh. And, you know, we we did it like, you know, they drop it off outside and you wave from inside. And, you know, sure. my stepmom even took a picture of me like in the window. So she stood in front uh-huh. of the window and was like, you know, so we're very, very cautious. We're not kissing and hugging and being next to each other and stuff. But I got a lot of stuff that I wasn't expecting to get. A lot of stuff that I really appreciate. A lot of stuff that was really fun. Um you know, mostly in my family, we do like gifts for like the kids, like the little kids. And then like the adults will get, you know, a couple of gifts. I got quite a few. I was actually shocked at how many gifts I got, but, um, you know, just anything at all is really nice. And I appreciated it. I unfortunately didn't get anything for anyone. Um, but I'm also like the only one in my family right now that doesn't have a job. So I, yeah, I'm I mean, like, sorry. <laughs> I, I think everybody kind of understands those of us that are like super less fortunate this year because they haven't been working for whatever reason and you know right. furloughed or laid off or, or whatever. It's understandable, but it does like, once you get to a certain age, when you're a kid, it's all about you. But then you start learning that like, it feels really good to like get somebody a gift. And it's not about the money. It's just about like, Hey, this made me think of you and you know, I love you. And so, so here yeah. you go. Like I have a gift for you still. I have to give it to you. I know. It's all- and, and that's the thing is like, even with like the gifts that I did get for people, like, you know, cause I got um, like my boyfriend, some stuff and, you know, just stupid stuff where it's just like, you know, sure. I just appreciate it. I got him functional and he did the same thing for me, which I really appreciate because I was like, I don't want anything that I'm just going to like, hold on. I don't need any knickknacks. I don't no. need collectibles or anything like that. I do love Sailor Moon collectibles and stuff. And right. But at the same time, I was just like, I don't have money to buy myself a pair of winter boots. I don't have money to buy myself some new leggings and I have to wear leggings for, you know, work and for school and like whatever. Yeah. And so he got me a couple of pairs of leggings and a really nice sweater and some boots. And I got him some work boots and um, a nice work shirt and a vest, like a vest for, you know, like riding in and stuff like that. Like just functional stuff. It's definitely not necessarily the year for like extravagance and, you know, no, No, it's definitely so I can remember so many years in my twenties and thirties, like the most exciting Christmas gift would be like new socks and underwear from mom. Yeah. And that's the thing is my parents were like, what do you want for, for Christmas and stuff? And I was like, um, clothes. Yeah. That's I, I want underwear. I want socks. I want, you know, sweaters and comfy clothes, pajamas. Like I just want, Anything that I can actually use, like this isn't the year, like I don't care about, you know, in years past, I've been like, I want an Instapot or I want a Crock-Pot or I want, you know, shit like that. And I was like, I'm fine. I just need clothes because I've got the COVID-20 going on. I gained a little bit of weight (laughs) and, you know, I'm just like, I, I just need stuff that I can fit into. (laughs) Yeah, it would be helpful to have some clothes that I could fit into. I went, I'm with right. you. So, well, so I get back from my trip last night, and my brother and my nephew 
um, that I'm staying with, uh, they were like, so we got you a Christmas present. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And I've, I gave them a little knickknack that I had picked up in the city for them, too. So um, talking about extravagant gifts, this is what I got. <laughs> I love it. It's a super, super soft, real deal Care Bear, little Carrie Bear pink with rainbows because like my brother's always making fun of me for being such a hippie you know it's like yeah, i'll yeah. post something sensitive on facebook or something loving and he's like shut up hippie and so he's shopping with uh my nephew and he sees it he's like oh uncle remy will love this and my <laughs> nephew's my nephew's 15 he's like what no he's like trust me dude i'm like i love it it's freaking awesome <laughs> like so cool. okay so <laughs> In my group of like my cousin. Okay. So I hang out with my two cousins, Christine and Lindsay and our like best friend that we share is Stephanie. And so we're all like, we all only hang out with each other. And, um, okay. So I was at Christine's or I was at Lindsay's house and we were having brunch. So I drunkenly was like sitting there talking to my friend, Stephanie about, Games we used to play when we were little because she collects and her entire family, I I guess, collects like um, board games. Okay. So when we go over to like my cousin's house, that's all we do. We play board games and we play cards. Right. So <clears throat> we're talking about board games we used to play when we were little. And I called my sister because that's how like, oh my God, what was that called? It was, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, there was this game that we used to play when we were kids and it was like pre-guess who and it was called Who's It? And it was like the 70s version of it. And it was like a board where it had everyone's like pictures on it, just like a flat board, like a board game. Right. Pictures on it. And each one had like a thing that you could, like you held cards that said, you know, are they in a yellow room? Are they in a red room? Are they smoking? Right. Whatever. You could only ask the questions that were on the card. Where like okay. with Guess Who, you can ask whatever questions you want as long as it <laughs> pertains to whatever. And some of the characters in the original one, you like, it was like, you had to lie. You always lie, or you can only say no, or you can only say yes, or you can, okay. you know I mean? it was like certain stuff like that. I could not remember for the life of me what it was called. And I called my sister <laughs> and we both were Googling for like 25 minutes and she sent it to me. And that's what she got me for Christmas was the that's... original who's it. And the thing is, is that I'll probably Amazing. never play it because it's actually a really boring game because it doesn't, there's not a lot to it. Gotcha. It's maybe for like children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the nostalgia well, and, again. and the fact that her and I used to play it when I was a kid and you know what I mean? It was like, well, I loved who, the gift. Who knows? Like sometimes you might be babysitting or, you know, you might be like, somebody else's kids are around you're like oh hey, yeah i got a cool game to pull oh out. yeah oh no yeah, i know because like, my cousin christine she has two children i think one is seven and one is four sure and so. i was like oh you because they always want to play with us when we're playing board games and i'm like let's just i'll bring that over they can play with that it's a game they haven't Perfect. played before and then we can play our adult games <laughs> so i have i have a board game that i haven't played yet and i'm dying to but I need to brush up on on it because it's a Golden Girls game, and it's a gold. What? It's Golden Girls trivia game. Yeah, dude. It's oh amazing. my god! Hold on a second. I'll show you. It's called the Golden Girls. Any way you slice it, and you collect I little pieces of cheesecake. It's freaking amazing, dude. So I haven't played it yet, but I've seen it. I've pulled it out. And it's, like, intricate. It's kind of like Trivial Pursuit. There's a okay. whole bunch of different rules and cool stuff. Like, collect eight pieces of cheesecake to win. Okay, and so is there, like, a, a like a demo question on the back? I want to hear it. Okay, well, so I've opened it, so I can pull it out for you. Like, it's got coasters. It's got cards. It's got pieces. Like, this is a real deal awesome game. Um, How many men did Blanche sleep with? Yeah, exactly. Like through the run of the show, and you know, you get to the characters. There's are no like way to little, know. The characters are little cardboard things that you stick in, to, so they've That's got like the pieces thing. to move around. It's I was dope, just dude. talking to my teacher about this. Is that the, okay? Betty White 
has been old, like an old woman for like over 40 years. Oh, I know. Yeah. She's a robot. Old woman for like 40 something years. She's a robot. She's still a dish. So there's, there's meme cards. And again, I don't, I haven't played it yet, so I don't know exactly how to play. There's dating cards. There's trivia. And then that's it. Memes, dating, and trivia. But like, you know, the memes, there's a bunch of great Sophia ones. You know, I passed the kidney stone once that was less painful than this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, uh, just classic. So yeah, we, we, when we can get together, uh, and, and do it safely and, and all that stuff, we'll, uh, definitely have a board game night and play the golden girls. Yeah. I think you have to kind of watch the show. I need to, like, I haven't seen the show. Well, it's not that yeah. I haven't seen it in years. I've seen it. But, like, I haven't watched it regularly in years to where I've memorized all the episodes and will be good at it. <laughs> okay, there is a game that I used to play when I was a kid, too. It was called Nightmare. Do you guys, did you guys ever play that or know it? That sounds it really familiar. It came with a VHS. Yes. And, like, it was, like, a blue, um, it was, like, a cemetery. Okay. And you had these little coffins that you had to write down, like, your biggest fear. And you put it in the middle. Everyone shuffled them up and they put them in the middle. And then you had your little headstone and you had to like go around the board until you could get all of your keys and then go in and you have to like blindly pick out your nightmare. Otherwise you don't win and you have to start back over. And the VHS that came with it was this guy called the gatekeeper. And he would get like progressively more and more like decayed as the game went on. It was a one hour long game. And he would tell you what to do, and they would have, like, little mini-games where it would be, like, the youngest and the oldest in the group have to roll the dice, and whoever gets a six first can move, and the other one is banished to the black hole. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? It was, like, stupid stuff like that. And he would, like, make you come up to the, to the, he'd be, like, come closer, come closer, and you would, like, get close to the screen, and then he would scream at you and then banish you to the black hole. Like, I was petrified of this fucking game when I was a kid. Hated it. And now I just found it for the first time in years and years and years. And I was like, dude, I have to get it. I have to. (laughs) And I can't find a VCR. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There's got to be a YouTube video of it by now. Oh, I'm sure. There's got to be. Yeah, you could just play it with the YouTube video, which would probably be better quality. They still sell VCRs, though. You can still get a VCR. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, you could actually. They, they so they stopped making them. We actually talked about this on our show. I think it was a year ago. Like the last manufacturer stopped making them. But yeah, oh, wow. yeah, I'm sure you can find one somewhere. I mean, yeah. dude, I mean, DVD players are twenty bucks at this point. So yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I I had a DVD VHS combo player for a while. Oh shit, uh, those are the worst. I had a bunch of old VHS. Yeah, that was great. Because <laughs> one of them always sucked. Like like one or the, one or the other was always terrible. Like I had the I had the TV DVD VHS all in one unit. And that right. was like uh-huh. you were just waiting for one to break, and because then you just threw the whole thing away because you were like, it's not worth <laughs> trying to get it fixed. Can't use the TV. Right. Can't use the DVD player. Can't use. The VHS. All just crap. <laughs> I mean, I have a reel to reel still. So. Do you guys know what sweet. a reel to reel is? Yeah, I do know what a reel to reel is. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're talking to a couple of captains of the AV club over here. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, it's like I said, I, when I was cleaning out uh, one of the random boxes of technology that I have, I love that I ha- I found my old... Ba- and this is... Dude, I don't even know why the hell I still have it. I have a pager. It was an alphanumeric pager that when I turned it on is convinced it is still June of 1993 because there isn't even a network available for it to connect to. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. Funny. That is great. I love God, that. I remember having the pager. Thought, thought you were so cool when you got that first pager. My beepers. Man. I was pissed yeah. when my sister got a pager and I didn't. I was so pissed. So you guys call them beepers. We call them pagers. Yeah, beeper. And I think it was like East Coast. Yeah, it was like they were pagers. Yeah. Right in boobs. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, is it? Five three one eight zero zero eight boobies. Yeah, boobies, <laughs> boobies, or you know, some. If you wanted somebody to call you back right away, oh, it had to be nine one one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, nine one one. Oh the good old days when you had to find the payphone to make a call <laughs> to call somebody. 
We add a baby, and eats a boy. The funny thing is, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you, you paged the weed man 911, he'd just look at it and laugh. Right. <laughs> like, I'll get you when I get you. Although actually, it's one of the really one of the cool like technology initiatives, and I don't know if the, what they've done with it this year. This is obviously life before COVID. Um, there was a play. There was a company that was putting in, um, like, if you said, "Hey, I've got a, I've got an open wireless network uh, that you know you can hook into," they would put a fully functioning uh, like they they took old school pay phones um, and like revamped the inside so that like people could use them to make calls and that could like make oh, voice yeah. over IP calls. Using your wireless network. I want that. People love nostalgia, man. I knew a guy. I lived down the hall from a guy when I was downtown Detroit. And he had restored an old 1920s payphone. And it was beautiful. I mean, like the wood, he like repolished it and varnished it. And he connected it. And it was his house phone in his apartment. That's pretty sweet. Well, I mean, dude, the one they have in Nancy Whiskey is friggin' beautiful. Nancy whiskey? Yeah. I don't actually I don't know if the phone is still in it, but it's still the booth is still there. Okay, because they it, have a booth with a phone in it at the Civic Theater in downtown Farmington. I don't know yeah. if the phone still works. I just know that they used to have the booth and if you close the booth door, the light would come on. That's funny. And then it would say like in use on the outside, and then the light would come on on the inside, and they had like a telephone in there. Ah, the good old days. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when people think about public payphones, those of us who are old enough to remember like public payphones and stuff, they they weren't as cool as they were way back in the olden days. You know, like no. you see the old movies of like the the reporters all running for like the line of like well, wood booths, and dude. Stuff Superman. Like yeah, exactly. Going to a payphone booth. Um, yeah, just the the phone with like the cut cord hanging out by McDonald's with like a bunch of graffiti on the side of it is yep. what we're talking. <laughs> that yeah. I'm not nostalgic for. Uh, no, <laughs> no, the, old the germs on the fucking phones. I tell you what, I did have. I I went out to a very nice brunch this weekend, and I had a Sazerac, which I hadn't had in quite a while, and it yeah, for was real. fantastic. So, and you know, places still make Sazeracs. Oh yeah, well, this was a French place, and it was super fancy. Oh, okay. And, so, yeah, I had quiche and a Sazerac, and man, let me tell you guys, a little rye whiskey, a little splash of cognac, and some of the uh, <clears throat> the real old-school absinthe, and uh, then uh, sugar, a little bit of sugar. Easy drink to make, but man, it is so freaking good. If, if you like whiskey drinks, I know some people don't appreciate the whiskey they don't really go for rise and stuff like that but this has got some other flavor combinations in it man it was one of the best drinks i've had in a really long time it's like man i miss doing this miss going i don't out. want that it was very cool too it was super socially distanced it was like <clears throat> you were indoors but there was big giant doors on either side so plenty of fresh air coming through and then each table had its own partitions set up in between it so you weren't getting, you were like, yeah, in a nobody. Little bubble. yeah, like they should keep this even after COVID. Like, this is kind of nice. I'd rather not be. So you could tell that like, you'd be sitting really close to people in normal times, but uh, the partitions made it nice. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the memes uh, that says that are like, you know, when COVID ends there, I still want some of you to stay like six feet the fuck away from me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, actually. For real, there's I'm some things. That. <laughs> there's some things that we can just like fold into society, and like that's that's just the way. It, it can is. be part of the new normal. I'm good. That's, that's funny. <laughs> that's not going away. Yeah. Um, some, speaking of memes, we should talk about another type of liquor or alcohol, rather, twisted teas. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I got a feeling that uh, that's going to be a real popular beverage for the next couple of months. Sure. <laughs> I heard that they're like uh, their sales went up by like thirty something percent or something. I based would hope off so. That. Oh, people are dumb, so of course they did. I, I mean, that's <laughs> why wouldn't? Yeah, right. Uh, well, it's, you know, for the same reason that people stopped buying Corona beer at the beginning of the summer, right? Is the Twisted same reason they're going to single-handedly fighting racism. Oh yeah, that's why, dude. I, that's why I love that. I, I did. I did that screen cap of uh, you know the poster right above yours that was like all across the nation right now. Twisted T reps are like, so 
do we run with this? Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, look at what Ocean Spray did. Advertising and marketing like that, run with it. Run with for it. Sure. Look, look what Ocean Spray did for Homeboy on the skateboard. You know what I mean? Oh, like, that's true. They got him a truck and they filled it with cranberry juice and they made him a spokesman and like they jumped on that dude. And, and, and as I would any do. good marketing exec would. Look at Burger King. 20 years too late, basically doing the ding, fries are done, ding, fries are done. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They finally no. jumped on that 20 if years Twisted later. T, if Twisted T knows what's good for them, they'll give that guy a year supply and like a new tr- a new car or something. Like, you've got the money. You can do it. And yeah. just make a feel-good story out of it and whatever. And, you know, talk about how you, how, you know, your, your Twisted T as a company is against racism. I would, that marketing department just got it pretty much writes itself yeah yeah exactly just they got so the cool thing the the dude the the star of that of that little internet sensation video his wife is in one of the bartender bartender groups yeah i saw that yeah yeah. and so she's like saying hi to her like yeah it's me it's my husband like things are crazy i'm like oh that's so cool like good for you got your little i want an update did he go to did he go to jail for doing that for like assault? Did oh, dude I hope end up did dude end up breaking his face? Because that'd be fucking awesome. He, like the picture that I saw of him the next day with a knot on his face, or maybe that's an old picture. I don't know, but the way I see it is, I watched that video and I'm like, he handled that 100 percent correctly. Yeah, fucking 100 percent correctly, dude. It was so funny. Well, like one guy was like, uh, and then he like held off and he like wasn't going to do it. But then when the guy tried to like, when he dropped it and he tried to like kick it out of his hand or whatever, that's when he turned around and whacked him. (laughs) And I was just like, oh my God, it was worth every second of watching that. And yes, I repeated it 14 times. Oh, Oh, and there's a, there's remix after remix after remix with music (laughs) laid into it now. Uh, It's just absolutely amazing. The Dave Matthews band yep. is pretty good. Yeah, oh yeah, God. I'm loving every second of it. I'm living for these memes. It's better mm-hmm. than the moth to lamp thing. Oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm living for it. I am yep. seriously following it on a constant. <laughs> I love the memes it so are much. lit. Well, and I love how like I'll see people like. What is this? What what am I missing here? I'm like, how have you not seen it yet? Like, it's everywhere. Yeah, like the day it happened, it was like the first four things on my feed when I loaded Facebook. I was like, I guess I should watch this, says Facebook. Yeah, and and I'm like, who goes on Facebook and is like, hey, so what's this big viral thing that I'm hearing about? Like, dude, just Google. You've Google got the it. device in your hand. Just Google it. Prob- and watch probably it don't even have to Google it. Just check the comments of any of the things that you saw, and somebody <laughs> has got it right. listed there. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't know why comes- I have to explain social media to people still and who asks that, like, how to work it. Right. I'm still asking like, questions on social media. What are you doing? Right. I'm just like, what is going on? Especially when people ask like dumb questions that are easily like something that you can find on Google. Like You're easily like, um, something you can Google. Figure it out, bud. Oh, that's been like, my I, I am trying to bring back uh LMGTFY.com. Uh, which is let me Google that for you, and so what it does is it lets you like create a like it lets you create a custom search for something, and then you paste that link into like whatever response you're going to respond, and it brings them to this big giant graphic that says, "Hey, let me Google that for you." With the <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent. I oh, want that. I think that what? that should definitely be a thing. Oh my god, it needs to come back. <laughs> That's funny. But so my whole point about the Sazerac is like now I need to get myself some absinthe and some rye and some cognac so I can make my own at home. I think that's gonna be a thing. Yeah, I think that that's gonna be my drink for the next month or so. Absinthe, absinthe, absinthe is dangerous. The licorice one, yeah, it actually tastes like fennel to me. Fennel. Fennel. Oh, I love fennel. Fennel, it's like not not right. fennec, not not the not the bounty hunter from Star Wars, no, not no, no, but fennel. Not yeah. What? Not that. My parents I, used to grow fennel in the backyard, so like as a kid, I would pick it and just like chew on it, and it's a great flavor to me. Like I've always loved it. It's not quite like the nasty black licorice, but it is where that flavor comes from. 
It's not. Yeah. It's yeah. Like absinthe is not as bad as say sambuca. Right. I prefer. Yeah, absinthe I, I can't. I've had absinthe. I can't do sambuca, especially oh, <laughs> black or white sambuca. I can't do. No. Yeah, I can do them both. Nope. I can do all. Hard that pass stuff. from me, my friend. There's honestly like. The well, one thing all right, let's I be clear. Do. It's not that I can't. It's that I choose yeah. not to. <laughs> yeah, I refuse to. Yeah. The, and and bear in mind, I have never tried Malort before. So that, Ew, that you haven't? I have never tried it. No. Oh, my God. Please don't let's ever. That. I'm sure don't I Don't do it. But what I can't drink is I cannot drink Southern Comfort. <laughs> cannot, will not. Can't stand the smell of it. Can't stand the taste of it. That is it because you tried it before? And you didn't yeah, like it, I, or is it because you? It's because I got sick on it when I was like sixteen. Yeah, yeah no, nope, can't do that. Yeah, no, malort, malort and tastes like awful. burnt erasers. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. y'all are grossing me out already. I'm sorry. We started talking about nasty stuff. <laughs> it's not an enjoyable. Thing. I mean, well, I mean, but you know that would be the official drink of 2020. Let's be clear. You know that. Oh sure. yeah. yeah, it's the entire fucking state of 2020. 2020 is a mixture of Malort. Malort is a whole ass mood of 2020. It is. So it's Malort mixed with Southern Comfort and some cheap scotch and orange juice. <laughs> and, and and the crab stuck in the drink rail. And some Sambuca. <laughs> Gross. You can chase it with Sambuca. Right. Hard Yeah, Pass. that's my jam though. Now, the point is with a Sazerac, like you're mixing all those things. So like, you're, it's just a very little tiny bit of the absinthe. Usually yeah. they do a rinse. It's like it, they'll, they'll rinse the glass in absinthe. And Rim then they it and dump it. In it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Story awesome. of my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mine too. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> we've, gone, we've gone south of the border now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally and figuratively. So, you know, I was actually having a conversation with somebody last night. You know what's friggin' insane? What? Tiger King was like nine months ago. You know what? That is insane, actually. Still haven't seen it. And like, and nobody like, and the whole like Trump impeachment thing was just the yeah. month before that. Like that was this year. Kobe Bryant died this year. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like five years ago. That does seem like five years ago. This year feels like it's been forever, but it moved very quickly. Well, remember when there was protests every single day all summer long? Uh huh. You know, for like three months straight. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It actually wasn't three months. It was probably like two weeks, but we were like just so. It's 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 quarantine. We were like, yeah, we were like, yeah, it was three months of this. Yeah, no, it's quarantine. Dude, I I remember sitting on Zooms. Um, with, you know, hanging out, drinking with people with the TV behind me on, um, and, you know, or like, you know, one of the stations, I actually had like three different browsers going with Fox, uh, channel, you know, channel two, channel four, channel seven with their live streams. And I would screen share and sit there and bounce between them while, while we were like MST three King, the commenters. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I remember some zoom calls. Yeah, just, just, if, just a few. <laughs> just a couple. Just a, and, I remember a lot of them. <laughs> and they're and and they're making a comeback. They are. <laughs> I remember. I remember being on a lot of them. Don't remember what I did or what I said. Or that's okay. We've got screenshots. We're good. <laughs> We've got um, screenshots. <laughs> memories. We've got full on whole ass recordings. <laughs> It was fun. It was it was our night out at the bar, and you didn't have to worry about Ubering or driving or spending too much money. Like, just go get a bottle and join the fun. Hang out with all your friends. You know? Yeah. Well, that's why, like, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, you know, are, are you are like, are you doing anything for New Year's? Are you having people over?" I'm like, "No, no, I'm I'm probably going to be sitting right here in this chair on this mic with Zoom open." And we'll see who wants to join. Like that's it's yeah. it's going to be that kind of night. Like I want, I want randoms. I want old friends. I want new friends. I just I want the Venn diagram of my life to just come full force. That's what I want. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? We, it's this is like normal for me now. Just being in my room, you know. Like, I, look, I haven't even done my makeup or hair the past two weeks for. Which is like that's that's insane for you. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, it is. It is. I normally am like full face. Well, re- well shit. Was it uh, Friday night? You were you were kind of you were a little bit snarky with your cousin because she hopped on in like full club, ready to go makeup, yep. and you were like, "Bitch." Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, okay. I didn't know that we were going out." <laughs> Because normally we would be at the studio with you, and well, we would or, go out afterwards. Or you two, or you two would be together at her house, together. yeah. And that's the thing is, we would do our makeup anyway because that's what we both are. You know, we both do our makeup and do our hair. But <laughs> I just, I've been like, what's the point? I, this makeup is expensive. Yeah, why waste it? <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, like no, no. And once I get off the podcast, I'm in a shower and wipe it all off anyway. Right. So yeah, no, no, no offense, viewing audience, but why waste it? Like, why? why? I mean, I'm still pretty cute. Mm. Exactly. Everybody comments on how cute Lauren is, anyways. Yeah, please please send me some comments about how fucking. Send her some comments and some love. Keep it clean, fellas. Keep it in your pants. I mean, I mean, keep it relatively clean. There you go. Get dirty with it. She just gave you the red light, green light, <laughs> red light, green light. It's more, more, of a, more of a yellow, more of a, a, a caution. Like Proceed if it's safe to go, if to, to safe well, to do so. Yeah. I mean, if they listen, <laughs> if they listen to the show a couple weeks ago, they already know what happens if you send her a dick pic. So, like, I mean, yeah. you're playing with fire if you go that. Way. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just gonna get yeah. them all back. Somebody, exactly. I can't remember who it was, but somebody was just like, "Oh yeah, you know, send send this person a dick pic," and I was like, "I've got a whole bunch of them I can send you. Yeah. I've got like and a then, fuck ton of dick pics I can." Totally that became send a thing. <laughs> Like you get the whole file. You See, and that's literally a like there's 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 the dark web that just isn't being talked about. Is that there are girls out there just sharing folders of dick pics with each other, yeah, just in case Probably. they're needed. I've shared every one of them at least with somebody. It just boggles my mind that so many guys still do that. <laughs> yeah, that me too. Especially thing. since I'm I've never been like, yo, can I get a picture of I, that? I just never. I yeah, dick. I've never understood that being a thing ever. Like I, I, you know, I missed, I must've, I must've skipped school that day when they taught everybody how to do a dick pic because I never, (laughs) never learned. They didn't teach it. What class is it that you learn dick pic angles? It definitely wasn't history of photography. Is that like, I was gonna say, is that like health class slash art? Like I, (laughs) cause we were talking earlier about how I've got a degree in photography. So I was talking about photography school. I'm like, yeah, I don't think uh, there was anything in, in class about that. But um, I love the fact that they're thinking about making it uh, uh, crimes. You know, unsolicited dick pic is, mm-hmm. is a crime that can be prosecuted and stuff. And like, uh, there actually the was. So there actually was somebody, I want to say it was in New York, uh, that was using the airdrop feature of iPhones. Um, oh, okay. And was just like randomly dropping dick pics into like anybody that was nearby's phone, right, um, right. and one of them happened to be a minor uh, who Whoops. who like. Wait, what are we talking about? So there was a guy in New York uh, who we were talking about like you know people randomly sending dick pics and how it, it's going to be criminalized. I'm like, well, there was a guy in New York who on the subway was using the airdrop feature that iPhones have. Oh. And was just sending a dick pic to anything nearby that would like that accepted the connection. Um, and one of them happened to be a minor, uh, but she, I think like she was 16, if I recall correctly, um, who immediately like grabbed uh, one of the transit cops or something like that that was in the whole thing. And they basically locked the car down until they found out who it was. Um, and the guy got prosecuted for sending uh, pornographic material to a minor. Good. Yeah. That's what you get, bro. Good. Don't be a creeper. Don't be weird. Okay. Don't be get. a fucking creeper. I don't understand why people think that's okay. Don't be yeah, a creeper. Please deal with you. Believe so, me, if I want to see your dick, you'll know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, was saying, I, I, I don't. You don't strike me as the shy type. Like I, I'm pretty sure if we'll straight up be like, <laughs> let me see it. Oh, so, and I think that's ninety five percent of women out there are like that too. They're like, I'll let you know if I want to see it. Like, I'll let you know if I want a picture of it. You know, how many of right. them are solicited? Like, not very many. Girls no, don't that's ask why the only dick pics I ever hear of are unsolicited dick pics. Exactly. But I love the one where I love the gag where it's like as soon as it gets sent, they're like, 
um, thank you. This has been forwarded to the local police office and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, so-and-so has been contacted. They're going to tell your mother about this or, you know, like, <laughs> you know, when, when they use it as a way to fuck with somebody to get them like, Oh shit. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I take it back. I take it back. Like no, too late, buddy. You screwed up. Our good friend Nick says that is totally not a constitutional way to investigate that, but I hope that dude rots and that is sick. So I agree with that, Nick. A good point. Yeah. We, I, I think uh, we can all agree. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Nobody's asking for your dick. Not literally, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I mean, you know what? What happens in prison? Let it happen. Uh, You know, (laughs) nobody's stopping that. That was a funny post I saw earlier today. Somebody was like, "Uh, "What songs would you not want to be singing in prison? What's a what's a good song to not ever sing in prison?" Somebody's like, "I wanna kiss you all over." No, never. Rape me by Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, rape me by Nirvana. Not a, not a good ballad to be singing in the showers. <laughs> Maybe <Okay>. don't. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ra- it's don't. raining men. Probably not a good idea. No. <laughs> it's raining men. No. Oh my god. Oh, well, the, we've reached the end. These these are a few of my favorite things. Probably not. But they're, they're yeah. right. <laughs> Soap drops in showers and no, I did that. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, 99 well, lost balloons. I will say this. I am patiently awaiting some uh, emails to our email address, which if you want to send us an email, it is barside tales, T A L E S at gmail.com. Send us some of your stories. Send us stories of shit that you've done. Shit you've seen overheard stories that someone else fucking told you i don't care we won't know the send difference. us Make send us anything but dick pics anything yeah. but dick pics. don't send That's us dick pics because then i'm gonna have to post them on our page and i feel and really s- bad for you and reply with a whole file full of dick and pics an for entire you. file of dick pics you don't want that <laughs> so Make sure you guys contact us. I have a couple of them in there. I am reading them. I'm trying to siphon through them and and get them prepared to actually read them on the air. So please keep sending them. I'm really excited to have them. I don't care. You can send me a love note, too. Or send Remy a love note. I like love notes. Yeah. I'm a sensitive guy. How much you hate us, how much you love us. Whatever. I have a good heart. (laughs) I've got a big heart. I care. Um... Nick also says that Remy, that background is the cream of the crap. Oh, thanks, brother. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much for coming on and talking to us and having a good time with us. We're going to see. We might have a very special guest next week. Stay tuned for that. I'll be promoting it if we do. And uh, if not, you'll at least see our lovely faces. So you guys uh, stay safe out there. Have a good time. And um, we'll catch you next week. Bye.